Not much, not much. Before we do a little hockey, as the Islanders are currently winning one nothing, trying to sweep the Washington Capitals. You know who won yesterday, right? Yes, the Boston Bruins. That's right. And after all, all pod episode, you were just talking smack. But today, uh. A couple of people are making the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Mr. Charles Barkley, James Brown, Don Cornelli, Tim Fincham, Hugo Gagini, Fred Galdelli, Phyllis George, Tom Sahara, and the one we we hear a lot of all the time from the great Michael Casio, who's been running the Yes Network for years. Mr. John J. Filippelli. So, that is fantastic on that one. Now, geek up, nerd up, and talk your hockey. Nerd! Alright, well, before I do that, um, I have an announcement to make. Um, This coming Thursday, I'm going to be a guest on the Spill It podcast hosted by my friend, Ms. Gina Williams, and we're going to be talking about all things mental illness and talking about the stigmatism of that male that deals with depression, so I want to get that out of the way. Nice, so drop drop me the link, and I will put it with this episode. I will drop you the link, so that's all. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, right Hurry up, now, we, got, we got seven minutes before our guest. Alright, I'll make the quick. Islanders are looking to shoot, they're up one nothing. Flyers are up three, uh, um, one the game two nothing, and they're up, they're up right now three one in their series. The Stars defeated the Flames two one, and they're up three two in their series. Vegas looks to close out the Blackhawks. They play at ten thirty. And for to win, and the Bruins would win their series. Islanders Bruins round two potentially. You you know that that would be interesting. I would love, and then that way, you know, we can have Kristen on the pod. And this time, James won't be a jerk and I'll actually get to speak, you know. And, uh, so, so now, you know what? I want the Islanders just to win. I want the Islanders to win, and then I want the Bruins to close it out. And the, after that, next week will be very fun. Lagurka says that the that the um, Islanders have a have a shot, but we'll see. Well, he also said what what we've been waiting for for years and many many years that all the Portland Trailblazers have to do either beat the Lakers or force a Game Seven, and we will find out why Don Lagurka. Is a Portland Trailblazer fan. So now, even though majority want people, the Lakers win just because of Kobe. Now is even more reason why I want the Trailblazers. It's just force a game seven. You don't even have to win the series, guys. Just force a game seven. Make old man LeBron sweat those non clutchless playoffs. Just make that happen. That that would make my day. So you just you just want you just want 
he just went flat. Like, we know the L.A. is going to win the series. Speaking of the L.A., your L.A. Clippers, your 2019-20 so-called champions. They won yesterday. Yes, they did. We got a little upset, too, um, before we bring our guests. Um, oh, yeah, that's embarrassing, by the way. Yeah, Orlando defeat Orlando defeated the Bucks. Now I don't know if the Bucks were just chilling or the Bucks were just um, you know not taking the Magic seriously, but I don't know. But listen, listen. Even 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 if the Bucks win the next four, they should have been sweet. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to lose a game. And the Islanders just scored again, Mr. Matthew Barzell. Right now, he just wants to do some open heart surgery. And you got the Islander fans jumping on the jumbo. The Islanders want to take their hand, take the wrench, carve out the hearts of Paul Washington, and just beat them up. You know, I'm a little disappointed in Washington so far. And I think so far, because I expected, you know, backs against the wall... You know, you're going to come in like blaze of glory. Who do you yeah. blame more? Hopi or Ovechkin? In this series? Yeah. I blame Ovechkin because he's the captain. He's the leader. He's the heartbeat. He's the one that's supposed to energize the team. Hopi actually hasn't played as terrible as as, as, the, as it's indicated. And right now, um, the coach just called a timeout. So he's trying to motivate him. They have no more timeouts for, for, for the rest of the game? It's one timeout per game. Whoa! Yeah. Why is that? That's the rules of hockey, man. Also, oh, injury. Oh, Komarov is down. That That's that's not okay. Why, why do you only get one timeout per game? I need to know that's this. Just how, that's just the rules of hockey, man. One timeout per team. That. They should have at least three. They it it, it it should be one per period. To have one throughout the whole entire game the whole I'm entire I'm game sorry, that's game. trash. That is that's that's the whole entire game. But uh, we have a guest tonight though, so who's our guest tonight? Savage Empire Podcast. Oh So not only will Will we be talking Yankees as they are currently down to the Tempe Rays? We will be talking things all Fernando Tatis Jr. as he clearly killed um, all all of social media today, and uh, he was he was literally ninety eight percent things talked about on the thread. Um, the last. Like, like, like the latest thing that was talked about on the third today, besides Fernando Tatis Jr., was Braves phenom Christian Pache getting called up to set to make his major league debut either today or tomorrow. But other than that, it's been all things Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about that real soon. I can't wait to get him on. Um, as right now, as like I said, um, that's we are we excited, so let's do it. Let's do it to it, do it. Mm-hmm.
So right now we are with the man who is behind Savage Empire Podcast and that's currently Blake Snell, 5 nothing Rays, bottom of the 4th and he just got Hicks to ground out. Um, what's, what's your thoughts so far on this game and that for some reason we can't seem to beat the Rays? Um, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I used to be 
old school, and I'm still old school in some respects, but the way this game has evolved now, uh, you know, they, they want the kids to, to take it over and have fun and show enthusiasm because basically they're using the young superstars now to market for the younger demographic to actually play this sport and grow it. So I, I get it. And then there's still some people out there that's like, well, you know, there's ways to play this game. It's always it's always gonna butt head, but you know if, if, if the league doesn't like basically send out a memo to everybody saying, listen, this is how it's gonna go, you know, can't be pulling this crap anymore. That's the whole problem with let the kids play, right? You know, yeah. you want you want them to be excited, you want them to waggle the tongue, you you want them to throw the bat. You, you, you want them to maybe do the shuffle, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then you got the pitchers out there, like Mad Bum and et cetera, who get a little, let's say, in their feelings about that, oh, why'd you hit a homer off me? That's not fair. You know, and then they shrug their shoulders and pout into the corner like a three-year-old. Um, so here's, here's my thing. Unless every pitcher buys in, and does not purposely try to hurt players, then look, yeah. let the kids play, will just be that. It's just going to be a catchy slogan to where they make millions of dollars on off of TV. And also, I want to know your guys' thoughts, because I've, I've, I've been thinking about this for a long time, but, right, pitchers have a weapon. That weapon is a baseball. So, if pitchers are allowed... Choose a weapon, 96 plus, at a guy who's just standing there. Why can't the batters use their weapon? Yeah, I kind of lost you there. I'm sorry. Oh, I, w- w- I was saying how, how, how pitchers are allowed. He was thinking about this for a while, that if pitchers, if pitchers like have a ball and they use that as a weapon, to batter be okay to use this bat as a weapon because you could kill someone Because I'd rather, because if we get slapped, we're, we're going to trail them. 
me, probably going to be shut down for the rest of the year. It's really bad. Uh, the hell doesn't uh, carry the next year. Do we all believe that Judge is coming back Saturday? Do we all believe it? Do we believe it? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I know from I was about the original injury, but um, he was doing the BP before the game. He, he says he's at 100%, so I feel like if he doesn't come off the IL, then that's them holding him back, for sure. But he seems to be ready to go, so I don't see why not. I mean, <laughs> what do you want us to say, right? He's not going to say, oh, you know, I, I feel like crap. The team is forcing me to get ready back. You know, if, if it was up to him, he would never go on the disabled list. He would never go on it. Never. It would never happen. So, I take no stock in that. Um, again, and, and just because Boone lied last week, until I see Judge in the lineup, I, I just cannot believe that... He's gonna he's gonna be ready and right now I rather the Yankees not push him. Let him miss yeah. another week. Let him miss yeah, another two weeks. Because if, if if he if he comes back, let's say Saturday, right? He's not gonna mainly DH, so he's gonna be in the outfield running more. And then what if he gets hurt? And now it's four to six weeks. Him missing big, big clutch games in the last coming weeks of the season. So, I'd rather him miss a yeah. little bit now than to force it back and potentially miss when it counts. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Uh, I think also the other, you know, the double-edged sword theory here is that if he's ready, he's ready. I mean, you just don't want to keep him down because, you know, he, I think he's made a glass. I mean, he's got to play. He's got to get his rest and everything. He's got to get ready to go. Right, right, but that's if he's that. That's if he's fully a hundred percent ready. Not, not like good enough where I can play. He has to be fully ready where, where, where he can play five games out of seven. Where, where he can play seven out of ten. Where, where he can play fourteen out of sixteen. That's the kind of ready he has to play. Not, not just oh, you know. So that's. The good news about that is that at least his injury was not nearly as bad as Stanton. So recovery time should be a lot less. I mean, I I hope he's ready. I mean, 100%? Are these guys ever really 100% going through a season? Now, here's the tricky part. All right, you bring bring back Judge. You can easily send Tyro down, whatever. You bring back Stanton. Are you are you sending down and Duhar? Are you sending down? You're not. You can't send down Frazier, especially if, if Frazier keeps producing. How how is he gonna play? How how is Frazier gonna play on the bench? You you tell me how Frazier's gonna hit from the bench. Go ahead. If if, 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 if I, I I understand. I said being sent down. You can send Miguel and Duhar down or Frazier when Stanton comes back. Because, you know... I don't think Frazier has has any options left, so... You tell me... You tell me how Frazier's gonna get hit, hit, hit from the bench. It's impossible. Oh, if Frazier doesn't have any options, they're not setting him down because there's no way he passes through waiver. Right, that's what I'm saying. You can't start him over Judge. He's not starting over Hicks. 
He's not starting over Talkman. And, and the way Yankees feel about Garner, he's not starting over Garner either. So, again, you yeah. tell me how he's going to get hit from the bench. Because that's where he'll be. Yeah, you know, honestly, by the time Stanton comes back, these questions might already be answered because of the trade deadline. So, yeah. if, he's, if he's showcasing Frazier right now, he could probably make a move. To be honest, it's actually probably more... If I'm Cashman, if I'm Cashman, I'm calling the Indians. I want me Mike Clevenger no. or Zach Pluzak. No. That's what I no. want. No, no, no. I'm not trading Frazier. Sorry. Oh, happening. my God. I'm not getting rid of all. No. I mean, I'm dying on Indians. Indian. Indians would know all about Frazier since that's where we got him from. Exactly. He was the fifth overall pick in the same, I believe it was 2013, the same draft that... Ironically, we got Aaron Judge from. So you're telling me if if we could get one of those two pitchers for Frazier with two other prospects, you wouldn't do it? I'm trying to say the two other prospects before I'm training Frazier. No, Frazier has to be part of it. No, no, Frazier's not in the deal. Oh, no, you, you, you can do other deals without Frazier. Nah, nah, you can do other deals. And first of all, why would the Indians trade Mike Clevenger? They got years of control over him. He's going to cost cost a lot more than Frazier and two prospects. Because of the whole PR problems. That's why do you think the Red Shaded Trapman? Why why do you think the Cubs let let go of Addison Russell? Same thing. Since Frazier's been up here, he's been a model citizen now. What's the Yankees' problem? What's the Yankees' problem? I know they they need them. They they have a lot of problems more with their with their bullpen because they need another arm in the bullpen. Their bullpen is fine. Losing Kainley, losing Kainley is not something to sneeze at. They still have four core relievers. Yes. Again, the answer was starting pitching. That's their problem. Their problem is not the bullpen. Two more guys, two of the core guys would have to miss the rest of the season for their bullpen to be a problem. Yeah, but it might be easier and it might be cheaper to get a bullpen arm. And, and, and that's how they're going to win in the playoffs. You know, they're not going to let their pitchers go three rotations in. Uh, you know, right, three, but that's uh, why if you, yeah. picked up, if you picked up a starter like Clevenger or Pluzak, that, that technically solves your bullpen problem. Because those those are one or two guys who will give you six or seven innings of all game. Oh, it'd be great to have them. Can you imagine because think about it, right? How how valuable how valuable is Miga Andohar going to be when he sucks in the outfield? And last time I checked, he hasn't hit. So he's no he's no good for us here. So if, so if another team is dumb enough to take him, why not? So far, right now, Clint Frazier's value. Is the highest it's probably ever going to get, and so far it dipped. It dipped yeah. a little bit since last weekend, because so far he hasn't been playing like he did last weekend. So his value is already dipping. So sometimes you gotta capitalize off that. You can like a player, but when you make decisions off of your heart. And, and James is also the same guy that would say, I'm never going to trade Clark Schmidt. Clark Schmidt is going to be a forever Yankee. When Clark Schmidt can have like a 90 RA. 
Just hits a home run on never mind foul ball. Okay. Foul ball, never mind. Oh my god. You 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 were gonna get me you were gonna get me like so high like I swear to god it looked like a home run from the TV, alright? You're killing me, Sterling. Killing me. It's easier to judge a ball in the ballpark than it is on TV, I'm sorry. That's true. Look at the replay and and you'll see why I thought it was a home run. At first well, going. My, TV, my TV's in the other room. I'm watching this on GameStat there, so. <laughs> oh my God, man! So, uh, tell tell the people a little bit about your podcast. Well, it's it's something that I've always wanted to do. I I dabbled a little bit in radio over about the past ten years or so, a little bit here and there. Um, I decided one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast mainly for my sanity because I feel like if I don't get all this out, I'll explode and die. And, yeah, going pretty good so far. Um, getting more and more listeners here and there. Um, but I just go off about the Yankees. And, of course, uh, the COVID didn't help me out because I started it up right before all that happened. So that, that kind of hurt. But, uh, you know, I'm meeting interesting people on Twitter. I'm talking to you guys now. You're my friends, and yes, sir. You know, I like to I like to try to include everybody into it because, as I said before, I believe I said it to you. Um, you know, I'm not trying to to, to run the, the Yankee podcast universe here. I'm trying to bring something that you know everybody can get involved in, and if they got things to say. And great, you know, you can say it through me, uh, you know, maybe at some point I'm going to get people on, once I get a little better at this, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to start a website up, maybe I'll have some people write for it, which would be fun, you know, things like that, I just want to, you know, bring something exciting to our family fan base here that we got going. You know what it is, so, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure James will agree with me, and getting guests on, man, is so fun. Because you get you get different fan bases involved from people that follow them. You get good insight. You get good conversation, and yeah. it's it's just it's just one hell of a time, especially especially different topics. Which is why I love our podcast so much because it's not just Yankees baseball. You know, it's yeah. it's it's not just one thing. To where if 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 you just listen to Pinch Up Strong, right? Fantastic podcast, but it truly is only about the Yankees. Sometimes, yeah. some sometimes they'll mention the Nets. Sometimes they'll mention another sport, but it's mainly about Yankees. So yeah. sometimes it's good to get about other things like like we talk hockey, we talk basketball, we talk football, we talk baseball. You know, through 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 this pandemic, we talk Black Lives Matter. We've talked the pandemic, you know, and if other, yeah. you know, when, yeah. when, when the, the same thing. Uh, mm. I'm a Rangers and a Giants fan. So Ooh, my condolences. Incorporating that into it. Uh, I, I talk about other issues in terms of uh, what's going on in baseball, like the Astros. I talked a lot about them from the beginning on through. Um, I gave my take. Um, on the Red Sox when they finally got their punishment and all that other crap. 
uh, even the so every every if it's if it's a major story in baseball, I feel like I should address it because everybody else is talking about it. Of course. So I, I try to incorporate my takes and opinions on those things too, uh, but mainly. I would say 98% of it is, is Yankee focused. Um, that's, that's what I want to talk about. I don't want to get into like other teams. Um, I guess at some point, I guess if I branch out more and I start making more connections right now, um, then I can be kind of like what you guys do and like talk to other people who are fan bases of other teams. And I got friends. I live in Pennsylvania, so I got at least friends and, and other things like that. I could talk to them and maybe get them on the show too, but I'm really trying to keep a Yankee focus. Um, That's so good. At least to build it up that way for now. Hey, and you got to start somewhere, right? Other shows and things like that too, because I really want to kind of build this brand into you know, a bigger thing. Kind of at, at some point, I'd love to make this like a full-time job. That would be awesome. That, that's, that's my dream right there. And and I, I hope like you know if it happens, man. I hope I'm rooting for you. Like when me and Nick we did this, we, we do it for fun. We love what we yeah. do. I mean, if, yeah. if, if, if it ends up if it ends up like making money, we'll cross that road when we get there. But we're just extremely happy and blessed. We're just extremely happy and blessed to get all these guests to come on our show and talk to us. So honestly, we're just blessed. I I agree. I, and believe me, this is a thrill for me. This is actually my first interview. So. Really? Yeah, you know, I'm loving this. Um, when I, to me, yeah, money is, is definitely, like, I would love to be able to make money off my podcast. I mean, it would, but it's secondary. That's not my focus. My focus is getting better at this and making it, you know, where people want to listen to it. And when I, when I actually get feedback back from everybody, I tell you, and you, you guys know this from, from doing this, there's nothing better, right? And just somebody saying, hey, man, I listen to your show. It's great. I love it. Talking oh, about. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a personal, satisfactory feeling. I mean, oh, you also yeah. have to remember, too, you're, you're always, you're, there's always going to be haters. There's always. I'm telling you, if James if James got, got a chance to get an award, it would be worst service in the universe. <laughs> Hitter Luke Voigt. Oh. Six three now. Yeah. 
Yeah, bottom of the fifth, okay. two outs. Blake Snell, 86 pitches. So this should be his uh, last inning. Just replying right now, you sicko. scenario. The Yankees are playing Boston. You you gotta go Yankees Red Sox, I'm sorry. Boston stinks right now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still Yankees Red Sox. Hey, I, I, I enjoyed that sweep. I, I don't care if Boston's good or they're dog shit. <laughs> what, a, what a funny gift. <laughs> you gotta enjoy it when you can take it. So, uh, we, we, we do got some breaking news that I need to share with you guys involving the NBA. So all, all the teams that are not in the playoffs, basically the loser team, <laughs> um, they agree to have um, um, voluntary workouts for non-playoff bubble teams starting September 9th. Why? I don't know. That's what the NBA agreed. Also, the draft lottery, guys, is Thursday at 8.30. So the Knicks have a 9% chance of winning the lottery. Yeah, they won't win that either, so. The Knicks are hot garbage. The Knicks ain't going to win crap, all right? And they don't deserve to win nothing. And I want James to be miserable. You you got the Islanders. You got the Yankees. That's good enough. What do you mean? What do you mean? The Giants have stumped for, like, the past Exactly, exactly. You know my feeling on the Giants. The Giants can go suck an egg, alright? Shut your face. Shut your face. You shut your face. See what he does to me, man? See what he does to me? This scumbag. This is why I want Clint Frazier and Miguel Ando hard traded. All right, Trey Clark Smith too. <laughs> Trey Clark Schmidt 
to 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 Japan for like for like two dollars. <laughs> All right. Serious question time. Serious question time, okay? Both of you have to take this serious. Miguel Andujar is not an outfielder. He's not he's not replacing Joe Urshela. And if he's not hitting, he he has some type of value because I believe all players have a value, but how much value does Miguel Andujar have? That's number one. Think about this for a minute. Clint Frazier. What? If everyone's back. Remember, Clint Frazier's only here because an outfielder got hurt. So think about that. When John Carl Stanton wasn't even playing outfield. Um, but if everyone is back, let's say the Yankees are willing to start him over Gardner. He's not starting over Hicks. Judge or Talkman, you can't do it. You can't start Clint over those two. So now, how valuable are these guys really if they're not going to get daily at-bats? And the option is to trade those two guys for a fantastic starting pitcher if one was available. Or, or if it wasn't for Plezak or Clevenger, maybe it's for Lindor, then we'll get a shortstop. Because Glaber Torres is no shortstop. Yeah, but then what do you do with DJ? You put him at third base or you put him at first? Yeah, like, also, too, also, too, I will say that if if I check out a little bit, it's because the Owls do the second period of starting with you now. Washington Capitals and the Islanders. Listen, listen, listen. You be professional. Unless the Capitals score score a goal, you have no reason to worry right now. So you be professional, you little Mary. See what I have to do with? See what I have to do with? It's like, it's, it's ridiculous. The game's over. Alright, again, James. James, get, get, James, get back to the question. And, and again, until the Capitals score a point, Right now, it's two donut. Right now, the Capitals have no chance. So until the Capitals okay. score a point, okay, stay focused, little man. All right, James, you taking this first? Yeah, I'm taking this first. Okay, I got right. a question for you. Okay. Um, right now, um, Luke Boyd's having a good season. And now, I don't want to piss off a lot of Mets fans, is Luke Boyd right now making the push to be the best first baseman in New York over the flavor Pete Alonso? So you're just gonna avoid my my trade questions. Okay, cool. That's that's not rude at all. Oh, wait, oh, oh, wait, oh, oh I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What was your trade question? I'm sorry, you you cut out. I just talked about it for the last two minutes. I didn't like you were talking about trade about what tricking like uh, Miguel Duhar and Frazier for Clevenger? No, I'm not Or or that. Lindor, yes. Lindor? Mm, uh, yeah, that's, gonna cost a lot, maybe, I, that's a lot, man. Um I, I still would but if I'm training Lindor, I'm losing DJ, so no. I, I guess Again, DJ could play first, first or third base. Yeah, 
You're not but necessarily you're, but, but if you're trading for Lindor, that means you have to sign him. What about DJ? I, I gotta think about that. Alright, you could still sign DJ, but the point is, we need a shortstop. Currently, the Yankees do not have a defensive shortstop. Oh my god. It's true, it's true. I I want any Glaber fan to try to defend Glaber at shortstop. They can't do it. They can't realistically do that. He has more errors than any other shortstop in baseball right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not pretty. He, he definitely needs to clean up his throwing errors, but fielding, he, you know, he's doing the job. He's not needy, but you know, he plays a pretty good short. I think he, personally, I think he's better at second, but like I said, they freed that up, so I don't know. Uh... I'm sorry, I'm not doing the deal. Like, I love, uh, I, like, you know. You are too I'm emotionally not, involved. I am not emotionally involved. I'm thinking logically, man. And emotionally involved people makes people think bad decisions. Well, let me throw this at you guys, too. Um, we still have L'Oreal, who is, you know, he's still young. That's another problem. But see again, um, that's that that's where the problem is. Where where's he, he playing? Such a long you know where's he playing? So yeah, you know just 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 like at that point when the Yankees had Glaber, we had too many shortstops in the system. We had Wade, yeah. we had Tyrell, we had Jorge Mateo. So there gets to a point where sometimes, why 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 do you think the Yankees had to trade guys like? James Pazos and so many others to the Mariners, etc., etc. Because they get to a 40-man crunch, and, and eventually, they're going to have that same problem with Jason Dominguez. It's eventually going to be a... It's eventually going to be a problem. Yeah. So... Well, I mean, I, when, is he, when is he 17? Yeah. Well, he's still got a few years for him. He hasn't even played single A yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we can hold off on him yet. <laughs> but it's like... But it's like... It's it's good to have these problems, yeah. but I, I, it's I still know. a problem. I mean, um, here's the problem. We'll, we'll keep it to this because it, it's mainly Miggy and Frazier right now. That's what you could They're not going to, yeah. obviously, Austin has no market. They like them. They're not moving him. Clint only really, plays, Clint really only plays in right field. I don't think they want him playing left field. No. Um, obviously, Miggy is not really an outfielder. I don't know if he's going to get better at it. They like him there, but I think that was just to show that he was versatile. I don't know. I, I feel like one of these two is getting moved. I, I think you almost have to because really you can't hide these guys. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know for what though, but. A few. I just find this. I just find this ironic. I find. I just find this ironic, though. It's just that I know everyone's looking at Frankie. I know. I know everyone's like. I know everyone's looking at Frankie, and Frankie's like the guy. Like, you know, like I. I. I, I just. If there's a chance to get Frankie, I do it, but it just depends on like the budget. Because remember, Judge.
touch. I got an idea. Yeah. Well, I would pay, and hear me out, I would pay, you know, I would, I would pay Judge right now six years, one, 150 million. Jesus Christ. Just for that protection, longevity, you get him on the cheap. So this way, you get the contract out the way, so you don't have to worry about paying him later, and it's a cheap bargain. So you're not like yeah. giving him Mookie Betts money. Well, yeah, there's, there's no way they're giving him Mookie Betts money. Um, if you can get him for six years, 150, oh. then Cashman is the GM of the year. Is there um, an opt-out? He's, he's going to take this to free agency. He's not going to sign early because he's going to bet on himself. And listen, he's, he's what? He's uh. He's, he's going to be 31 as a free agent. Like around there? 28? He's 28. He's 28. He's going to be a free agent when he's 30. Yeah. I mean, if he wants like a seven, eight-year deal, he's not getting it from us. And especially if he continues to be hurt between now and then. I mean, for me, I don't go more than five. I think by then you get his best years. And, and, and then if I'm giving him a five-year deal... You kind of have to overpay for those five years. Now, depending on what the average annual is, he can he can get damn near thirty million for those a year. All right. So, in your in your six year proposal for Judge, is there an opt out in that contract? Uh, I'm going to opt out after the third year. Wow. How much money a year? Six years, 150 mil. Again, how much money a year? If it's six years, 150 million a year, you, you can't do the math? I don't want to have to do the math. It's 25 million a year. That's too much for a guy who can't play 70% of the season. But if you got a six-year deal, opt out a third... Maybe it, it depends on how much of the first half of the contract he plays. Well, he opts out in the middle of the six-year deal. He's going to want at least another five. Put put it this way again. Just just like how James is emotionally involved with Clark Schmidt, Miguel Andujar, and Cliff Frazier, Yankee Twitter is emotionally obsessed with Aaron Judge. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he, I mean, he had one good season, obvious. one great season. All right, twenty eighteen, missed fifty plus games. Last year, missed fifty plus games. This year, would have easily missed fifty plus games. Okay, yeah. he can't do that this yeah. year. But that's only because it's sixty game season total. So technically, it's three straight years with missing fifty plus games. For me, that's not good enough. Um, he's good when he plays. He hits home runs. He plays good outfield. But if I can't book you for minimum 130 games out of 162, that's a problem for me. Because if he only plays 90 to 100 games, he's he's not getting 40-plus home runs a year. He's not getting... You know he's not he's he's not getting ninety five plus RBIs a year, which is what we need. So again, it's just you got to get value, man, and he doesn't give the full value that other outfielders give. 
And that's a problem. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting problem. Uh, um, obviously, the franchise loves him. The fans love him. Because he, when, he, when he plays, he does everything the right way. And he's the leader of that team, no question. And these are things that you, you, know, you love to have in a player. But like I, I said the same thing on my show. The problem is, if you're not available, then you're not dependable. And if you're not out there, you know, you would know this from other sports, too. The old saying is, you can't lead from the bench. Exactly. <laughs> the best availab- availability is playability. Yeah. Availability. I mean, but you know that, you know it's going to act up. Uh, it's 2-2 all, and... Whoa! How much do the Islanders suck? Jesus, the last time the last time we talked about it, it was two donuts. Oh, my God. Do the, do the Islanders hate brooms? Do, do they not want to clean the place up? Like, what's going on here, James? I don't know, because they had that same, they had that same problem against um, Florida. They were up, they had a chance to win, and they did not. Man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I I I give zero cares about hockey, by the way. I'm just doing this just to piss him off. Listen, I'm not going to lie here. The Ranger fan in me is laughing at this, but, you know, ultimately we didn't do shit, so. Well, well, well hey, that's wrong. Don't lie to yourself. The Rangers got the first overall pick. <laughs> Like, like, imagine, imagine winning a playoff round where you know you're not going to win the cup. So right now, right now, it's, it's just like if, if a team in the NFL plays one extra week, the team that didn't make the playoffs, they, they get a better draft pick. So if I'm a Ranger fan, the Islanders are not winning the Stanley Cup. So... The Rangers are home now, but they get a better draft pick. And that draft pick will help them be better next year. So, Ranger fans are up in the sky. Islander fans are waiting to go to the pearly gates of hell. They have two first-round picks, too, so that's pretty good. Aw, uh, don't that make James smile? <laughs> Come on, James, you're too quiet over there, you hockey nerd. Well, well, this is what I want. You know how Joe, you know how, you know how Joe Torrey said this ain't what you want. Yeah, it's not what I. Want. Well, that's what I want. Listen, like, ain't this great content? Just, just James getting that whole pitiful look. Why me? Why little old me?
Wouldn't it be a shame if the Capitals just won the rest of the series? Wouldn't you hate that? I think that would be great content. How how do you feel about that? Actually, I, I, I take that back. I want the honors to win. Because I want them to play the 2019-2020 Stanley Cup champion Boston Bruins. Because he, he, he has a hockey show called Puck Luck. And his lovely producer, she's a Bruins fan. So, I think it would give me great pleasure. To know that the Bruins sweep the Islanders out of the playoffs, and James would have to go through a whole entire episode with me and Kristen, just saying, "Hey, was that wasn't there a hockey game last night? What was the outcome of that series, James?" And and here here here's what James' response would be: oh, "Shut up, hockey season's over. Let's focus on baseball." No, 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 for real, though, come on, tell the people, you know, you, you know I don't watch hockey, James, what happened with that Islander Bruins series, and, ju- and just to hear him have to explain how much the Islanders just choked, choked the way, exactly, and, and if part of that means James suffering, you know what, that's just the kind of guy I am, that's what he wants, just like right now, Portland is currently beating the the do it for Kobe Lakers thirteen to seven, and and if you watch the Michael K show, you want Portland to either win the series or take it to seven because then Don LaGreca, then Don LaGreca will say why he's a Portland Trailblazers fan, and if I had to bet. It's probably something corny. I'm telling you right now. It's 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 yeah. probably a corny reason, but I need to hear why. Probably his dad's favorite team or something like that. Yeah, or like the first girl he kissed in Portland, or or something like that. It has to be something yeah. that bad. Yeah, I mean, Nancy, that. I mean Nancy. Nancy's a, a Giants fan because of a player, so it has to be something like that. Well, yeah, Dave Rigetti, man. I mean. You know, yeah. but uh, the Giants do. The Giants got a great booth, man. Kai, Kai, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. you know. So that's a, that's a fantastic booth. That's that's award winning booth. <laughs> and uh, you know, the 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 Yankees are kind of stuck right now. I mean, we got we got James's humility to look after. So that's always good. You oh know? my god! It's it's it's, it's a plus. It this helps. Is, it helps. This, this is a problem. The guy's grabbing his arm, and Martin and Martin is trying to kiss Gaius, and and Martin now has his helmet off. He's trying to say, "Yo, give me the old smoochy smoochy." <laughs> no, no, this, 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 this game has gotten chippy. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, oh, yeah. do you watch basketball, man? Uh, 
I, I used to. Um, not so much. I, I keep up with it a little bit. You know, just from listening to Kevin that. So, have uh, you been watching any of the postseason games so far? What? Have you been watching any, any of the playoff games so far? No, none. I mean, I've been mainly focused on the Yankees right now and then get, you know, doing all my work for my podcast. I haven't, I haven't really watched any of the hockey. And I used to love watching playoff hockey, but once the Rangers got bounced, I, I can't even tell you what's really going on. Yeah, mainly focused on the Yankees right now. I feel you. Well, right now, Nick Nelson is on the mound. 6-3 Rays. He's at 40 pitches already. So, he'll yeah, either go the rest of the way, or then they'll go Sessa. But, it looks like the Yankees may not win this game, which which is a problem. And, you just can't beat up on teams like the Red Sox. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. you, you You have to be able to beat the Rays. And so far... They're about to lose four to five against the Rays, and that's a problem. That's not good. That's not good. That's, that's terrible. And they, they a lot of people they, they can even argue right. this is a must-win series. They got out of the inning. Oh, absolutely. Because you got to win this series. Yeah. You, you got to. But, I mean, you got, it's the main thing here is you got to show these guys, these kids on Tampa that, hey, listen, we're the goddamn Yankees. And we're not going to have this shit. They keep giving these teams false hope. Yeah. Why I mean, you going to step on their throats like they did with Boston? Now, obviously, Tampa's a lot better than Boston, but you got the chance to beat up on somebody. you got to do it because you want them at least mentally to think that you're a juggernaut. Plus, af- after this, they'll only have three more games against Tampa. So, you know, it's, it's, it's business that they got to take care of. And Portland continues to hold that lead, twenty to eleven. So, if you're if you're Donald McGreca, you you gotta be excited right now. Carmelo's on that team, right? Yeah. Carmelo, Damian Lillard, and uh, C J McCollum. Also, Yusuf Nurkic is a really, really underrated um, power forward. That's a guy that I, I think people should should take notice because he's really good. He's he, he's someone that he's someone honestly that 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 very underrated. He can grab rebounds. He can match up with the size that the Lakers have. So, I saw um a few a few more things. Uh, this was the hottest topic when I I first had you come on. The whole Oakland A's Houston Astros brawl. What did you think of that? I thought it was a whole lot of nothing. It was a wrestling match. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fight the the Astros, at least beat up on somebody. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, it's just, it's just difficult 
find new ways every day to just be bigger scumbags and, and the most unlikable team almost in the history of the sport. It's it getting to be that kind of legendary status. I mean, Here's my thing about the Astros, right? Uh-huh. He, here's, a, he, here's an example of, of, of what I think fits the situation. Say you are the kid who's an only child and you're, you, you grow up in a privileged family. Uh-huh. You know you're always going to get whatever you want. You know you're never, ever, ever going to get in trouble. If you do something wrong, daddy's checkbook is right there to bail you out. You can steal a car, crash a car, drive drunk. He's going to write that $25,000 check to bail you out. So, Rob Manfred is the billionaire father who said, Houston, darling. You you so cold to a sixteen year old girl, and you are now facing twenty years in prison. Or I can donate a half a million to this cause, and you get off scot free. So that's what Rob Manfred did. He he cut the check. So it makes the Astros feel. You know what? How much longer can we take this? How much longer can we keep getting away with stuff? So he fucked, yeah, he fucked this whole thing up from the beginning. He, he really did. Uh, like the whole giving these players immunity. Why do you have to give them immunity when you have them? You have them because, because they would have never the talked. You know. Well, I, I know the players' union is strong, and and they were gonna get suspended or whatever. But you know what? You let them off. And that's worse. Now, if you, if, you, if you punish them and you throw the book at them and the players union takes you to court and you lose in court, well, then you can throw your hands up and say, I tried. And he comes out looking like a winner for having put in a, you know, a, a, a hard line here against these cheater scumbag players. And, and he was like, well, you know, I'll give you immunity because I can't do nothing anyway, but you know, tell me what happened. But only for that year because... Apparently that's the only year they cheated. Just, just more bullshit. Let's say, let's say Manfred was able to punish, right? Let's just say the PA did did what they should have done. Let's not fight it. What kind of punishment would you have gave them? Uh, it's tough. I mean, the way I look at it is definitely. Suspension and and fine, um, but if he couldn't do that, the only thing that worked would have been to vacate the title. And then that's I mean because he can't do anything else, vacating the title is the only way to hurt them. Say all right, those rings and shit you got now, they're worthless. It might as well be a you know a paperweight on your desk, a nice expensive diamond encrusted paperweight. <laughs> because it doesn't mean shit. Because it doesn't mean shit. And, that, and that's what he should have done. But he was like, well, I don't, I don't want to set a precedent. Well, they kind of set the precedent by the way they cheated. And you let them go. Yeah, that's no. How, that's yeah. how you punish them. That's what I would have done. That's yeah, exactly it's what really I would have done. The, it's, it's the 
oh, like, giving the Dodgers a championship or the Yankees or whatever. I'm just yeah, taking the title. Nobody wins. That's that. Nobody. Yeah. That's, that's really the only way. You can't, you can't give the Dodgers the title because they didn't win. So yeah. the Yankees I'm not giving the there. Yankees. I'm not giving the Yankees a title. I'm not giving no. anyone a title. No, of course, honestly, you can't do if, that. I, if I was a player, I wouldn't even want that. I'm like, well, I'm getting something that's tainted, and we didn't even earn it. All right, that's now here's here's another here's another question because. This question has been floated through social media today. Um, let's say you got to be commissioner of baseball for one day, and and let's say you're allowed to make five changes that that will last to let's say 2025. What changes are you making for the game of baseball? Oh God, that's, that's a tough one. Uh, I can give you one right off the bat. I get rid of the goddamn shift. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I, so, I if teams shift, what would you do? Find them? Yeah, I mean, that, you have to really, I mean, to really think about it and what I would do. Uh, yeah, I guess you could find them or some other kind of punishment. I mean, I didn't really put too much thought in it, but I would, I would say definitely get rid of the shift. Okay, um, that's one. Um, definitely the universal DH, and I you're going to end up doing that anyway, but I, w- I wouldn't even do it as a test run. It would be the law now. That's it. Nothing to do with your hitting bullshit. Okay, that's two. Uh, let's see. Well, I would definitely strip the Astros of their title. <laughs> okay, that's three. <laughs> All right, two more. Uh, let's see. I would get rid of the luxury tax. Or Ooh. I would change or I would change it because people forget about this one too. Change it to where if, if a team like the Yankees is way over and they're paying into the pot, they get split up amongst all these uh, four teams, so to speak, that they are forced to use that money on their team. Now, I remember when this all started, if you guys remember back then, uh, the White Sox, What's his name? Reindorf? Yeah. Oh, he owns them in the he owns them in the pool. Now you remember a lot of that money that the Yankees were paying is like ninety eight. Went to the White Sox and he was taking that money and putting it into the Chicago Bowl. Now, how is that right? How do you get to do that? If 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 you're gonna be able to take money from a baseball team, you should have to use it for your baseball team. That should be important. Oh, I don't well, know absolutely. If that's or not, but if, if it hasn't, that needs to be the way it should be. That that's ridiculous. All right, one Let's more. See. One more. Uh, let's take a minute. Universal DH, blah blah blah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Would you would you keep it one sixty two or would you reduce the season? What about what about salary cap? Put a salary cap in. Yeah. Uh, I I think the owners would go for it. Save them a lot of money. It would reduce the high contract. Not really. Not really. The the Yankees would not be happy with a salary cap. Absolutely not. 
Yankees. Well, it depends because because Cashman loves getting these good players on the cheap. It's only when he has to open up the wallet, and I think he starts to get worried. I mean, obviously, he was going to pay whatever he wanted to get Cole. Cole was his guy. He was definitely going to get him. Uh, but like when it comes to uh, to Judge. I mean, if there was a salary cap in the league that kind of dictates the terms of the contract, now because there isn't, he's going to be like, Dutch is going to come at him with some ridiculous number, and Cashman is going to have to be like, well, either I say no or I or I give it to him, but there's no salary cap, and they just have to pay more than a luxury tax. Here's a better question: Would you would you keep the six years of control, or would you change that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would change it because I'm I'm usually more in favor of the players when it comes to this. I don't okay. like that a team can screw around with you like um, the manipulation. Be there and you should be there, and they decide that they're going to keep you down for a month. They can get a year out of you on the cheap. That's, that's crap. I, honestly, I think when that comes, that's going to be a major thing in the CBA. So what? What would you make it? Uh, terms of service time, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they break that up to begin with. But well, it comes into our arbitration years and yeah. every now, but but it's a total of six years of control, and then you know so, something I threw out earlier. Was keep it six years of control, but by the third year, so so you're getting three full years, but if if that player produced really good those first three years, you 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 have to make him a guaranteed contract offer. If you're gonna change it to that, then then you can send the player up and down. As many times as you want, and it doesn't affect his service time. Well, yeah, but if if, if they're doing to, that good, to go to arbitration or or be able to get the free agency a little earlier. But so, so the way they do it now, the, the owners have too much power into that, and it's that's their way of keeping the salaries down. If you really think about it, that's their salary cap yeah. version. Because I get, I, I mean, look at Judge; he's getting screwed by this because. He'll be 30 by the time he's a free agent. Obviously, he'll get more money as the years go on with arbitration, but up until they gave him, what, the $8 million this year? I think so. Like that? 560 grand, I think, is a minimum. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot of money. I mean, think about it. Because, I mean, look at the draw. Look at the draw. Now, they didn't have to give him that contract. No? They didn't have to trade him, but they gave him that money. But if, if they didn't, he'd be thirty years old. I mean, what is he? He's thirty now, right? Yeah. He'd have been like thirty-two. Yeah, years thirty-one, old. thirty-two. Think he's getting a long-term contract? No. He would have made his money, but not in terms of years. That's where guys get screwed, especially when they don't come up until they're already over like twenty-four, twenty-five years old. That's where it hurts. And right now it's 33-21 Portland. No, I I totally agree. I I think that. I I think the problem 
I think Judge, as Nick said, really did hurt himself by going to college and then yeah. being drafted and then staying all these years. Like, it, it, it hurts. So I, I think that um, it really does hurt him. And right now, base is loaded, but Gio Gonzalez up to play after Luke Boyd striking out on the two. So I'm going to ask you some rapid-fire questions, my friend, to wrap up this show. And you're going to give me a quick answer off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. Who's the Yankees' biggest X Factor of the season? X Factor. Uh, uh. Who is the most important pitcher on the Yankees outside of Garrett Cole? Definitely Tanaka. Okay. Um, who do you think gets re-signed? James Paxton or Tanaka? The biggest, the biggest uh, million-dollar question. Without having to explain it, I would say. All right, we're good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, you, uh, the Yankees are the one of the favorites to go in the World Series. Um, no, he was in the middle. He was in the middle of, of asking between Paxton and Tanaka. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, Paxton Tanaka. Who are you keeping? Oh yeah, I would keep Tanaka. Because they, they know what they got in him over Paxton, but it depends. Paxton, I think, could have better stuff, but it depends how he finishes out the year. All right. Now, who, now, if, now back to my other question now. If the Yankees get to the World Series, are, do you think they're going to face the Dodgers or the field? I, I would lean Dodgers. I think it's the destiny at this point. Um, two more questions. Number one, um, where do you see um, Frankie Lindor ending up? That I don't know. I, I honestly don't see him coming to the Yankees. I, I think that they don't... I mean, it'd be great to have him. It'd almost be a luxury to have him. But I don't see that happen. I think he ends up if I'm the Indians, I send him to the National League somewhere. Okay. Now, and this is the most important question that I have to ask. Now, we're going football here. Do you take? Do you think the Patriots are the favorites represent the NFC in the Super in the in, in the Super Bowl, which we played in Tampa, by the way? The Patriots in the AFC. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, the, I, Bucks, the Bucks. The Bucks. Oh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Bucks in the NFC? Uh, God, I hope not. I don't want to see Tom Brady anymore. Oh, come on, man. Listen, listen, listen. You gone, you gone on a full hour and 23 minutes with being perfect. Don't don't end it on a bad note. Okay, all right, all right. For, for you, if, all right, let me put it this way. If the Giants don't make it to the Super Bowl... I almost, I almost laughed saying that. And, <laughs> all right, what, oh, okay, okay, then why not a Tampa Patriots? Oh, uh, well, what a great answer. You you are a fantastic person. I, 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 un- like, listen, you only did this for him. I, I know deep down you don't mean it, but you did it for him. I, I, I understand. <laughs> I know you. James, 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 seriously, seriously, seriously. With that Super Bowl... You get the ultimate answer to the ultimate question. Again, Patrick Mahomes has 10 years at least left 
Lamar Jackson, same thing. So yeah. the clock is ticking for Brady and Belichick here. Oh, I mean, that's definitely the storyline. And it would make for an interesting... What storyline is better than Patriots Buccaneers? You tell me right now. If you can find a storyline that's better than that, okay, I'll go. I'll, I'll give it to you. I feel like Belichick would find a way to give uh, COVID to Brady stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 but well, you're a mensch, my friend. Thank you for coming on the show, man. You're a mensch. Uh, my pleasure, guys. I love to thank you. Tell tell people where they can find Savage Empire Podcast. Ah, you can find my podcast on any of the platforms, the major platforms that you listen to your show, your show on, and any other show. Uh, Google, Apple, uh, all the other ones. There, there. Give it a listen, folks. You won't be if you love Yankee content and uh, rational opinion, and you'll definitely love my show. We like it, we like it. Thank thank you for coming on, and uh, we'll do this again for the playoffs. Oh, definitely. Anytime, guys. All right, take care. All right, see you. All right, well, right now, we are currently waiting for the third period to start, where let's just say the Islanders can have an unpleasant time, maybe. Um... The Yankees, it looks like they're going to lose. And because, you know, Gio Urshela has to grind that with bases loaded. You know, he can't he can't hit a double or something or a grand slam. You know, he, he, he can't do that. And so far, Don LaGreca's Portland Trailblazers are beating the Let's Do It for Kobe Los Angeles Lakers currently 36-25. to 25. Yeah. That's what's happening. It's, uh, just, yeah, um, this, this, I feel like these playoffs are going to be weird. I mean, Portland is beating the Lakers right now. Um, you got, like, well, Chester's in for, Chester's in, so, so at least the good thing is we're not going to see Britton, Ottavito, Chapman, Green, so we're not going to see the big gun. So at, at, at least that, that's a win, I guess. See, uh, that's a the win. difference is... It's weird that the Magics beat the Bucks, but Portland has a superstar on their team. So if the Trailblazers make it a tough series, it's not weird. That was weird because I did not expect the Magic. I, I was actually thinking a sweep, but I mean they have like an All Star player. I mean they do have a um, Vucevic is like a like a border like an All Star player. He's not a superstar. He's like he's an All Star player. Like he, he's he's way below superstar, but he's an All Star player. So uh, you got you got to you got to give Steve Clifford um, props, man. I mean that that's good. I mean and also they got um, Markel Fultz. Um, He's reviving his career, so he's being a serviceable point guard. So, that's for him. Yeah, and right now Melo's at the line. Just tripping. And, uh, again, listen. The title of this episode will be... James is too emotionally involved. Slash Savage Empire Pod. Well, I am not emotionally involved, but yes, guys, um, tune in Thursday. Um, I will spill it. 
podcast with one of my friends, Ms. Jane Award, and talking about, talking about depression and mental illness of men. The link in this episode goes up air. So, guys, I'm just telling you, mental illness for men does exist. It doesn't get talked about as much, but they exist. So these are like important things that need to get talked about. I know Nick, luckily for Nick, Nick never, ever, ever has to experience that. And I don't wish anyone, not even my worst enemies, to ever go through what I'm going through. But it's something that needs to be talked about. And it will be talked about on Thursday. So. Give uh, give the people the hotline number where they can call if they're, you know, going, going through some things. The suicide hotline number is 1-800-273-8255. That That's is the suicide hotline. And these guys, exactly. So, if you feel like you're the last person that is going through everything... That's that's not that's not the case. Everyone is suffering through something, so don't make your problem be the last problem. Because pulling pulling the trigger, you know, there's no coming back from that. Once you hang yourself or kill yourself, uh, how, how, however you choose to do it, that's it. That 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 should be the very last resort. You should have to go through every other avenue on the block before you go down that road. Because that road you cannot come back from. And your life has value. Even if James was emotionally wrecked and, and he felt like he had nothing to live for, I'd push so hard for him to stay alive. Because everyone's life is value. You do nobody no good from, from from killing yourself. So, just again, you know, people people do love you. No one has, no one has no one that 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 doesn't love you. You just maybe have to find it, but just try not to go through that last resort. Yes, absolutely, I agree. Well, guys, tomorrow we're gonna find out if a. The Islanders sweep the caps, or B, they're going to make the Islanders decide to make me sweat. Let's go, Capitals. Let's go. And also tomorrow, we're going to find out if the Bruins are going to close out against against the uh, Hurricanes. So, Braves, Emily, I'm so sorry. That's the problem with Hurricanes, man. They start strong. They, they make a ruck, ruckus of everything. They mess up property, then afterwards they become small little puppies, man. And no one's scared of a little hurricane, so. Well, we we're gonna find that. out if the hurricanes can make this can make this little bit interesting, or the Bruins are gonna take care of what they don't take care of. So we gonna find and out tomorrow. tomorrow Garrett Cole is gonna have to put his big boy pants on because if Garrett Cole is not starting, the Yankees can't beat the race for some reason. It's it's not our job to understand why. That's just facts right now. I mean, yeah. Well, you're right. We'll be back tomorrow, and we're gonna find out what 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 is happening. So, be on Mario. Yes, sir.